Kia ora and good day everyone. Welcome to Markham's very first podcast episode. Obviously we're very excited and we've still got our training wheels bolted on. I'm Nikki Horn, Markham's project manager for New Zealand. If you've worked on a project with us in the past couple of years, um, no doubt you'll have spoken to me. It's great to have you all listening today. This is the first topic of our series, Invisible Strength. We're keen to get into the science and practical challenges of concrete from the inside out. The science and the challenges you can't necessarily see. With me as we walk through this topic is Doug Hamlin, our Research and Development Manager. Doug, give a shout to our audience. Yeah, thanks, Nikki. Yeah, I'm excited about joining these new podcast series. It's going to be practical stuff, learn through real experience, not just hypotheticals. And of course, we're going to dive a little bit into the science, but we're mostly um, going to keep it simple. So we're hoping to include our relevant industry experts in future segments. But as Nikki says, it is training wheels today. Thank you, Doug. And shortly we'll bring on a special guest um, who we will introduce in due course. So Doug, where exactly is today's topic coming from? Invisible strength. What does that even mean for concrete? Okay, so this might seem a little bit simplistic to start with, but stay with me. We all know that concrete is strong and durable. It's one of the key reasons it's used, of course. Um, and tied to that is durability, you know, how long it lasts. But looking at two different slabs of concrete, you can't necessarily tell which one is stronger. Um, you can't visibly tell the differences in mix design or strength or intended service life. Um, so, you know, it generally looks grey, mostly. So what we want to do here is talk about what's going on inside the concrete, what makes it stronger, what can make it weaker, and how we can help. Um, and ultimately, these things are invisible. Concrete's failures can end up being very visible, but um, you know, leading up to those failures and the strength of the concrete is invisible. That's a very keen way to look at it. The failures are very visible, but the strength is invisible. So tell us about what's going on inside the concrete. What makes it strong? And conversely, what can go wrong? Okay, so to quickly go over some of the basic stuff, um, concrete of course is mixed from um, Portland cement along with sand and aggregates and very importantly water. Now reinforcing steel and fibres are used to enhance the flexural strength um, and give, it, give concrete structures tensile um, strength, allow larger more irregular elements to be created. The mix um, cures, hardens, it forms calcium silicate hydrate molecules or CSH um, and these molecules give it compressive strength. So in a nutshell, that's what makes it very strong, very very simply, of course. Um, so what can go wrong is that contaminating chemicals move into the concrete and react either with the concrete itself or with the reinforcing steel and cause cracking. Now these contaminants are carried by moisture, um, whether that's water or water vapor. They come in through tiny cracks or pores, that's P-O-R-E-S, not the concrete pore. And then as the internal reactions happen, the cracks open up wider and the situation gets worse. So the first thing people notice about deterioration is the more visible cracking and possibly rust stains um, due to the steel corrosion. That sounds less than ideal. Um, and that's that invisible weakness you were talking about. So how can we stop this from happening? Well, there is an advanced method. Nikki, you mentioned our special guest earlier. I think it's time to include him. Okay, and now for some insights from our CEO, Mark Smith. Mark, please introduce yourself. Thanks, Nikki. Great to be on board this podcast today. 
So I'm really proud to think that Markham's been operating back since 1996. That's 25 years. And in that time, it's been an amazing journey. Um, in these podcasts, I believe our team is really sharing some of the experience and knowledge that we've gathered up along the way. And I think we can be very proud of our knowledge into the hydrogel space. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Can you share with us how we can arrest deterioration that Doug has been sharing with us? Well, the secret is everyone across the world internationally recognises that immobilising moisture inside concrete stops corrosion and deterioration of the embedded reinforcing steel. And we do that with colloidal silica treatments, which bind the moisture and a hydrogel inside the concrete. So I want you to think of it's like embalming the concrete structure. So not only will we stop the moisture entering the concrete porosities and moving through the concrete, but we stop contaminants that are moving around the concrete, stop feeding the reactions which are happening inside the concrete. And why I relate to embalming is because surface coatings is just like putting a, having a raincoat on in a humid day. You're still sweat inside your raincoat. Well, structures still sweat if you just put a surface coating on them versus putting a hydrogel that's going into the porosities is actually embalming the structure and it's undisputable that embalming makes things last longer. Um, obviously, I'm a long-standing fan of hydrogel treatments, which have been proven in the field for many, many years. Markham alone has got projects going back 25 years and I don't know of any project of the close to 25 million square metres now that we have ever retreated. So our biggest thing for me is it's actually an invisible strength. You can't see Acron working. You'll never be able to see it working from a scientific level, but you can see the result of it embalming the concrete. Structures lasting longer. You can see that you go back to structures that you've been for many years before. So the invisible strength is really what I love about it. Cool. And uh, the invisible strength will actually be the topic we move forward with um, for the beginning of this podcast series. So, Mark, can you please tell us about some projects where this has been proven effective, maybe some of the ones that stand out in your mind? Well, one of them would be um, the Blitherslow Wharf for Ports of Auckland. We went in there and it was known chloride levels and we actually had contractually had a bond in there to prove that our product would work. And we were so sure, part of our Be Sure values, that we would perform that we actually were happy to sign that bond. And 15 years later, that was released. So that was done in year 2000. And we went back and actually looked and we had effectively, the corrosion levels had not changed. So we'd effectively halted that corrosion process for that period of time. So people in the life cycle um, of structures can know that they can put it for a period of time and reevaluate. But as far as we're concerned, unlike other treatments that have to be reapplied at every 10 to 15 years, Acron doesn't need to be redone, it's permanent. And that is an invisible strength. So another example that I think um, we can really talk about invisible strength is the millions of square meters that we've done to protect moisture 
um, moving through concrete to delaminate floor coverings. Now we're doing up to 150,000 square meters every single month. So for me to just single out one project is pretty hard. But I can proudly say that we're invisible strength by protecting all of those floor coverings so that they don't delaminate. So it actually keeps people's timeframes in the construction program on track, which is saving time and money. But secondly, the invisible strength is as it's if you go back at a later date and have to replace floor coverings due to their worn out. You don't ever redo Acuron. Acuron is inside the concrete, invisibly protecting the moisture from moving. You can diamond grind that surface after it's been Acuron. You won't remove the Acuron function. So again, real good example of it being an invisible strength. So um, it's not just for one concrete structure. We can embalm a wharf. We can protect moisture underneath floor coverings. But another major area that we're being an invisible strength is for exposed floors, whether it be a car park or whether it be a distribution centre, is that you can't see Acuron on the surface. It's a treatment that gives you internal curing right at day one, an invisible cure because it's not a membrane. And then it's an invisible hardener and um, anti-dusting treatment. So you can go back to, I went back to a project that was 10 years old the other day. And if you look down at the concrete, when you're standing at it, there's not a gloss at your, at your feet. But if you walk down to the other end of the project, you can actually see a sheen right across that floor. And that is part of the work hardening effect of, I say, the more you use it, the better it gets. And in an exposed car park situation, which is broom finish, where I say we have an invisible strength is I'm super proud to walk back into a car park 10 years, 15 years later, and I, there's multiple that I can go back through. And you can see the original broom finish marks where the concrete layer did it on day one. Now that's invisible strength. There's not a film, there's not a coating, there's not a membrane. And so it doesn't matter which way you look at it, Acuron and hydrogel treatments, nanosilicas are an invisible strength in concrete. And the industry really needs to start understanding that the way you see how these products work is by result. They don't apply to the same testing regimes as membranes and all those different things because they have a completely different mode of or function. So at the end of the day, invisible strength is just such a good overarching topic. And I could sit here for hours telling you about every different project we've done. And I've actually personally been on site and physically done more than 500,000 square meters of concrete treatment myself, whether it be spraying under wharves, that's spraying up under wharves, or whether it's been spraying a floor slab, a multi-level car park, whether it's been a retail slab, or an aged care. They all, you can say, Acron's there has invisible strength. So I'm super proud about that. That's so good, Mark. Thank you. So great to get those real life examples. And we're keen to talk about projects and concrete issues that our listeners are faced with today. So Mark, if I'm a client, how do I get in touch? So for me, the best place to go is www.markandglobal.com. Find the product you like, Download the information, tell us about your project, and one of our team will get back to you within 24 hours. 
and I want to pride ourselves of being the fastest responding team in the industry. Cool, thank you so much, Mark. Uh, we are happy to take any suggestions for topics on board. What are your concrete pain points in the field? How can we help to educate the industry? Thank you so much for listening and don't miss our next episodes.